0: This is a popul- popular podcast. Do not Welcome to Popular History, a library of Catholic knowledge and insights brought to you daily. The historical stuff happens during the week, plus a modern cardinal on Saturdays. Sundays, we'll take a little bit of a break by covering some related topic, often as part of a multi part Sunday series. Today is a Sunday, and we're continuing our efforts to condense and summarize the classic long-form content of popular history, what's now the solemn high pod that we do on or near solemnities, into three- to six-minute chunks suitable for the new daily crowd. These summaries have about a tenth of the runtime of the originals, so if something really grabs your interest, feel free to pope on back to the original episode—it's linked in the show notes—for more in-depth analysis, and a whole lot more tangents. Today, we're taking another brief look at Old Popular History episode 8.6, Exitus Reditus, which covered the last of the prophets we'll be discussing, as well as the Purim story in the form of the Book of Esther, and then the restorer of the law and the rebuilder of the walls, Ezra and Nehemiah, respectively, working to rebuild things after the Babylonian exile. Walking through a highlight reel of the events that lead up to the Babylonian exile would be an episode in itself, and today we're really mainly concerned with some of the literature that is centered around the exile, rather than the exile itself. But let's do a little recap. You might recall that, traditionally, the people of Israel had come out of Egypt under Moses, and had ultimately wound up being led by kings of a unified country under Saul the often overlooked, then David, the less often overlooked, and then Solomon, the pretty much not overlooked. The kingdom had split in two not long after, with the larger north forming the kingdom of Israel, which fell to the Neo-Assyrians in the 8th century BC, and the smaller southern kingdom of Judah, which was our focus today. Skip ahead a bit, and after a 30-month siege, in 587 BC, King Nebuchadnezzar II of the Neo-Babylonian Empire destroyed Jerusalem and, most notably, leveled the temple, the first temple that King Solomon had traditionally built, and he carted off a great many of the Judeans to Babylon. By this point in our timeline, we're getting the broad outline of events basically confirmed by archaeology, which is handy. Now, the Book of Daniel is set during the exile, and it features Daniel, as a servant of King Nebuchadnezzar, who comes to the king's attention via his power to interpret dreams. It's a story very reminiscent of Joseph and the Pharaoh of Egypt back in Genesis. The dream interpretation drops very strong hints that suggest to modern scholars that this was a much later work than the text presents. Most often dated to the time of Antiochus IV Epiphanes, though you'll see a number of various interpretations as the text is intentionally vague, and in the end, Daniel takes something of an apocalyptic turn, making it a favorite of those looking for signs that were living in the end times now. Of course, the most famous story from Daniel is Daniel in the Lion's Den, where he's set to be executed by a figure called Darius the Mede, a successor to Nebuchadnezzar not otherwise known to history. The dramatic twist is that King Darius doesn't actually want to execute Daniel, he just has to because, well, because reasons. Yet Darius is in luck, and Daniel is in even more luck, because miraculously, the very hungry lions decide that they won't eat Daniel. He is therefore spared execution, and his jailers are fed to the lions instead, who, yes, have found their appetite again. The book of Daniel includes a variety of other hijinks as well, Especially the Catholic and Orthodox versions, which include content not found in most Protestant Bibles. And a brain bending reminder for those in the English speaking world where Protestant Bibles are the norm most Christians globally are either Catholic or Orthodox, at least nominally. So if you think of the Deuterocanon as a quirky novelty from some fringe sect, think again. But I'll leave the Deuterocanon for the next episode. And I'll also leave other adventures from Daniel for those who want to check out the full-length original Ot.6, linked in the show notes. I'm also going to try and remember to link a funny video on the uh, lion's den situation. I just, I can't stop laughing at it. Anyways, the Book of Esther is the story of another king during exile times, who winds up being mean kind of against his will, when King Ahasuerus is tricked by his servant Haman into allowing an irrevocable decree calling for the extermination of Jews across the Achaemenid Persian Empire. Esther, a favored wife of Ahasuerus, makes him aware of the full situation and Haman's treachery, and Haman ends up being the one executed. Well, actually Haman is one of many to die, because since the decree was irrevocable, which is obviously a great way to govern, the Jews were allowed to defend themselves against those who would have slaughtered them thousands die over nothing, it's a great party, and of course, Ahasuerus goes down as a bastion of law and order. Ultimately, this is the backstory for the Jewish feast of Purim, which looks like honestly a whole lot of fun, I'm not even kidding. The Book of Ezra, meanwhile, is basically a love letter to the Book of Deuteronomy, with a serious focus on racial purity that will be uncomfortable to many modern ears. Its context is the return from exile, and ultimately, the return means a new temple, too, the second temple, which Ezra consecrates just before the crackdown on intermarriage. The book of Nehemiah is closely related to the book of Ezra. Indeed, at various points, they may have been considered one book. Nehemiah was the governor of the restored Jews, and his book, or his portion of the United Book, focuses on the rebuilding of Jerusalem, especially its defensive walls, and the issues encountered during that project. A surprising number of folks decided to download the supplemental to opt.6, that's a longer read from Nehemiah, describing the gates of Jerusalem and who restored them during Nehemiah's time, so I'm going to go ahead and link that in the show notes for today as well. That's enough for today. Thank you for listening. God bless you all.